everybody, it is the 20th of September, Tuesday. This is the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. General advice only, don't confuse it with advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. Now, I was going to say almost nothing happened overnight, but of course, some of us spent six hours watching the funeral of Queen Elizabeth, Britain at its best. Some images there that will live in history. Dow Jones up 197 points. It was looking pretty shabby at the beginning, down 263 points, but rallied into the close, closing up 0.64%. The Nasdaq up 0.76%. The S&P 500 up 0.69%. VIX volatility index down a little bit. UK closed. But if Reuters is anything to go by, the LME was open. They had a normal LME report. I thought the LME would be closed. Anyway, if Reuters is to be believed, metal prices were mostly down. Nickel up 1.6%. Spy Futures this morning up a healthy 55. And we will be led higher by the resources sector. BHP was up 1.8%. Rio up 2% in the US. And the best performing sector in the US was basic materials, which is resources. Worth mentioning that the volumes in the US were the sixth lowest this year. So the markets lacking any conviction ahead of the FOMC meeting on Wednesday night, Thursday morning our time. If you ask a technical analyst, they will tell you that there are five bits of information every day or every time period for a index or a stock. And it is open, high, low, close and volume. And volume is rarely used compared to the others in technical analysis. But volume confirms the trend. So if you see a rise in a share price on high volume, you will be more encouraged to chase the price. If you saw a rise in price on low volume, and indeed if prices are rising and volume is dropping, it's an indication that momentum is about to run out and the price is about to peak. So low volume on the US market overnight, and that suggests that the price rise is fickle. There you go, little technical lesson this morning. Of course, US markets are also having a bit of a relief rally after a 5% drop around there last week. And some of the factors overnight in the US were really negative rather than positive. The US dollar is still rising and bond yields both rose as well. US 10-year bond yield was up five basis points, 11-year high. Two-year bond yields up nine basis points to a 15-year high. And the gap between the two and 10-year bond yield blew out further and is now out to 46 basis points. Also, the chances of a 100 basis point rate rise on Thursday morning, our time, sorry, on Wednesday in the US. US rose slightly from 15 to 18%. The focus seems to have moved not so much to the debate about 75 or 100. And Goldman Sachs was out overnight saying we will get a 75 basis point rate rise. The debate has moved to the Fed's economic projections, which will be announced at the same time. Newswires are talking about whether we're going to have a hard landing or soft landing or whether the US is. And the hard landing scenario is one where the Fed over into a decelerating economy. The other debate at the moment is about the terminal or peak US interest rate currently. It is 4.5% in March next year. There are also a few recession jitters around. The World Bank saying that the global slowdown may well last into, sorry, may last well into 2023. And Goldman Sachs put out a bit of research over the weekend. I think it was on Friday, actually. Looking at a few possible scenarios relating the equity markets 
rates to interest rates and their moderate outcome involved a 14% fall in the S&P 500 and an aggressive interest rate outcome involved a 23% fall. They didn't have an outcome which included a bounce in the S&P 500. So this is still the vibe. Gold price pretty much unchanged despite the higher US dollar. Oil prices up a touch, not really material. Some US resources stocks had a good night. Alcoa was up 5% and in Brazil, Vale was up 4.78%. Did I say the iron ore price pretty much unchanged overnight? I've got one newswire saying it was up a tiny touch and the other saying it was down a tiny touch. So pretty much unchanged. FedEx bounced 1% after its 21% drop on Friday. Some of the headlines today, Wall Street ends choppy session higher with focus firmly on Fed. Treasury yields jump before Fed meeting dollar gains. 10-year bond yield higher since 2011. US home builder sentiment falls for the ninth straight month. World Bank global slowdown to last well into 2023. Canada may need a recession to cool down inflation. Ukraine strengthens hold on liberated lands. Biden says US forces would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese inflation. China lodges complaint. Europe races to prepare for energy crunch. Gold languishes near 29-month low. Iron ore falls in choppy trade on China demand concerns. Powerful quake strikes Mexico. And China lifts lockdown of Chengdu. Shuts down videos of WHO saying end of pandemic is in sight. Right, that's about that. Not much going on, basically. Coming up, FOMC meeting on Wednesday, RBA minutes today, Bank of England policy meeting on Thursday, Bank of Japan policy meeting on Thursday. I think there's a Swiss one as well and a South African one. Australian public holiday on Thursday. Golf club's sheet is completely booked out. A state public holiday on Friday in Australia for the grand final, only in Australia. Ex-dividend diary running into the buffers, grand final Saturday, AF. That is, never mention football in a newsletter. And that's about that. You have a fabulous day today. I think we're going to be a little directionless until the Fed meeting is out of the way. But that sort of sums up what the market's doing at the moment. They are constantly waiting for the peak on interest rates. And every data release could bring it. Could this Thursday bring it? I don't know. But despite being a public holiday on Thursday, I will write a quick pre-market. It won't be a pre-market. A quick summary of the US markets on Thursday morning for you. That's about that. Back later.